0: Talker Brothers Podcast. about me. about me. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser. And a splash of comedy. (laughs) Ha 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 ha, very funny. This is Talker Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And now your hosts, GoD and Smash.
1: What's happening, everybody? It's your boy GoD, and this is the Late Night Sessions. I got my boy in the house with me. My other cohort, Night Owl, BTG. What's the what's good with you, baby? Oh man, burning them late night oils, man. Yeah, this is this is something new. It's something we going we gonna try to not do all the time. But this was one of those occasions where we sat and watched the day unfold. And this is one of those moments where you going through your day and you looking at your timeline and you seeing stuff unfold. And the big thing that jumped out of me today was the red table with the Curry family. And I did, I kinda, BTG, I kinda did it on purpose where I, I didn't wanna go back and listen to the real video. I wanted the world to, to inform me. And then at the end of the night, at this moment, we actually sat down and listened to the whole video to get it in full context. You know, I, I, so I listened to the excerpts and I listened to the little clips and and I read different people's opinion on what they said. And then I actually got a chance to to listen to it and dissect it for myself. And I came away with a totally different opinion on the the matter at hand, okay? So kind of fill them in, the listeners in on on how this whole thing transpired, BTG.
0: Well, I mean, she she uh, she was a guest on the, uh, on the on the on the red tape, um, which is a show that I I don't really I don't tune into. I just usually catch the clips of it, um, and the clips that they put out there is very. It's kind of like first. It's kind of like uh, not first take, but under undis, undisputed or undefeated or whatever the sports show is called with Skip and Shannon, like. when they first came out with it i wasn't really into it we just kept the catch the clips or whatever and then as uh you know days and weeks go by the content kept getting better and better and better and the guests kept getting better and better on the show uh the same thing with um the red table uh but they had aisha curry on there and she was speaking about her insecurities um and she was speaking about her marriage and so on and um i was actually on her side because i understood where she was coming from you know what i mean
1: right right and i was and the initial take for me was i i didn't have an opinion one way well i did have an opinion from just listening to the world explain to me what happened on on that show and uh-huh. it seems like it was more of a Like it was, it was really a man versus woman thing, you know. Like, was she really, you know, starving for attention? Was she looking for attention? Um, Was she insecure? Was she, you know, was she not self-confident in herself? But after I listened to it and listened to the whole show, it just came. It was just a thought, you know. It was just a perspective of what she felt. And then we sat down and talked, and it's like, you know, this is something that women and men deal with whether they're whether they're fat skinny you know pretty ugly whatever the case may be when you think famous or not famous when a person on the outside they seem like they have everything together but they really are dealing with things internally and one of those internal things that she was dealing with and she just spoke on it you know and it was about feeling like, am I, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, am I um, a worthy of what I am? what would, would, I, would I portray myself into the world? Internally, she didn't feel like she, she lived up to that. Uh, well,
0: you know what? Um, she's been getting criticized for a while though. You know what I mean? Uh, you can remember going back, uh, I think it was, I wanna say it was last year. And we could say it was, Uh, during the series where Golden State was playing against Houston in the conference championship and uh, she blurted out something like you know, the NBA is rigged or something like that. She got a lot of backlash for that. Uh, She started coming out, I think she came out with like a cooking show or something like that Yeah. and they gave her a little backlash for that because they felt like she was trying to use her husband's fame to start her own spotlight, which I don't have a problem with either. Um, but I don't win. I, uh, girlie, I don't understand how we continue to get upset about like, especially people in the podcast game though, because it seemed like some of the best episodes from a podcast is when you really have a, a serious topic and, and a great conversation with someone that opens up. I don't feel like she was doing it for like clout or attention because I mean, unless you can show me the text message or, or or give me the audio to the phone call where she was like, well, can I come to the show and express my insecurity? Maybe they asked for her to come on to the show and talk. You know what I mean? And again. It takes a it, it it takes a real one to come up there and to actually tell the world this is what I'm dealing with. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I don't know how she's going to end up making money off of that. You know? Yeah. I don't know how she's going to end up getting Instagram followers off of and, and that and was I,
1: that was my first take of it. Like and and, and I and I talked to my wife and for a few minutes about it. And that was my first take because I just listened to the world speak about it, and and I, my first take with her was, and I always go to her because she's a woman, right? So I, I want to get uh-huh. her, I want to get a woman's uh, perspective on it, and her perspective was that's just a woman dealing with her own inner issues, and I was like, yeah. I was like, no, it's more to me, it seems like it's more of a uh, of a of a a play to actually um, propel something else, like just bring drama to the to the masses so that if the attention is on her now she can release whatever her plan is right Cause like like they say all news is good news and it, it it can definitely put you in a good spot um especially how a fast the media frenzy on top of on these on these different type of subjects but then when i listen to it on my own i realized none. Nah, she's really dealing with with an issue and watching her body language and watch how she embraced the, the feedback that she received um, from the panel. And, it, and you can see that she was really dealing with something. It was really an issue that she, she really has some issues of her ins- being insecure about who she is and why the world doesn't perceive her um, in a light that, that her outer self, her social self um, receives. You get know what I'm saying. So it's more of her. She she has all these great things going for her, but then when she goes home, she's dealing with, with why people aren't looking at me in the same light as they look at her husband. And uh-huh. she she explained that her husband is more of an outgoing person. He's more of a, a people person. So that tends to um, give he get he receives that 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 love back where she's more of a this is what I got planned, this is what I'm gonna do. And it's not really a social um, a, a aspect where she can be socially accepted or she can be in taking the social love that that the endeavor is, is that she's going into. So it, it, it just seemed to me that it was more of a issue of her trying to really find herself and find her place. Like she spoke on, you know, I'm a mother. Uh, she gave an instance of where people didn't respect her um, they were doing something, they were going shopping for bikes, whatever the case may be, and a fan just violated their personal space and jumped in the back of the car while her daughter was back there. And it was something that she had to accept that, you know, the person was like, you know what you signed up for. So she's like, she's dealing with a lot of stuff and figuring out how to, to manage the fame, but also that at, at the end of the day, she's still a person. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. She still has feelings. She still she's still dealing with stuff that a mere a mere motor is dealing with. hmm uh-huh. So But you,
0: but you know what, I mean, and, and that's another thing that we have to realize is that maybe she hasn't she hasn't caught up to, to her husband yet as far as how to deal with the spotlight you know. I uh, you can tell though. Like uh, again, another thing that she got backlash for was the fact that it seemed like she criticized other women for dressing sexy out in public. Right. Where when you when you look at how she has dressed in the past is very very conservative. Right. Like almost over the top. You know what I mean? Where where she's not showing any skin. And but I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I really take that to heart because it's like, I understand that different people grow up in different types of cultures. It doesn't matter that she's black, whether if she's fully black, mixed or wherever the case may be. Some of these people grow up in different cultures. Right. And, 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 and she may not understand that, you know, and now on top of that, she's in the spotlight because her husband is a superstar in the NBA and he's, he's getting a lot of attention whether we're watching him on the game, I mean, during the game, or he has a commercial, you know, he's signing autographs, just that, and the third. So when I heard her say that, uh, you know, she doesn't understand how she's not getting desired like that, the first thing that popped up in my head, like, yo, I know a lot of women that feels like that, you know? It's not necessarily that they want to be hounded and and to have... Uh, cats being thirsty all over them. It's the fact that they want to know that you know, just like we want to know if we still got it, right, bro. I I, I, I I typed on Twitter earlier. I said married men get haircuts for women that they, they that they don't know, and that's the truth. We still go out there and look good or whatever. I mean, we want to look good for ourselves, but we know if we get a couple of uh, looks from women out there, it 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 messes with our ego a little
1: bit, right, right.
0: Same yeah. thing with women.
1: Yeah, and, and it was more of and she spoke on the fact that she's originally from Canada and she's she was the relationship is it's and, and I, I kind of understand where she's coming from because she was she's coming from one type of culture in Canada and so now she's into this culture in America. Now that's one aspect she has to deal with, right? The different cultures, the aspects of America versus Canada. Then she she. Um, falls in love with a guy whose family is has always been in the spotlight you know starting with Uh with with the dad so then she's then that's something else she has to deal with then she's also dealing with the fact that this is her her first true love and this is all she's dealt with right so she didn't have a moment where she got out she got to get out in the world and experience um dating relationships and all this different type of stuff and, and and trying to develop some tough skin and how to deal with the opposite sex whereas this is all she knows right so i understand where she's coming from from that aspect because she just want to know am am i just as, uh, as attractive and just as as approachable as my husband is you know and i don't think uh-huh. it, it came from a place of that she wants cats to be all in her DMs and um, being lustful towards her. I just think that she wants to be um, accepted for for what she is. And, and, and am I am I worthy enough, just like he is to be um, on this platform and, and being this this quote unquote public figure?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Hey, you know, one thing I want to point out, one thing that Jada said and, and it's so true uh because a lot of women uh go through this as well she said no you're probably just not noticing it right because because of how you are and who you are and the way you carry yourself you probably don't notice some of it right you know what I mean and you're probably not putting yourself in a position or in the area where you know certain type of cats that that is and now are probably are trying to holler at you you know what I mean Uh, or you just like again you just don't pay attention but people gotta understand that you know men and women have insecurities and that's just what it is and I just felt like that's what she spoke on and And I totally understand it because she says she's dealing with uh, Mary uh, you know her husband who his DMs and 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 you check under his comments on Instagram and things like that, and there's a gang of women there. You know, not only that. Imagine her going to each and each and every game, regular season, playoffs, finals, and you look in the crowd and you see beautiful women wearing your husband's jersey. Right. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah, and it was, and, and that's what my wo- my wife spoke on. We've been married for 14 years, and she had to explain to me from her point of view of at this stage in our lives in her life you know she she dolls up and it's not dolling up for the opposite sex it's dolling up for her to make herself feel good you get what i'm saying and and it's not even about me you know what I'm saying? It's not I'm not dolling myself up. She's not dolling herself up for me. She's dolling herself up for her so so she can feel good. And I think she's not she also said that she's not looking at it from a want the thirst to come to her. It was just more of I I just want to feel good about myself. I want to, you know, that's my, that's my time to be pampered for myself to go get my hair done, go get my nails done, like you said. You know, we go get out hair, haircuts for whatever reason, whether it be you know what I want to get some cat calls or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, you're doing it for your self gratification. And part of part of that conversation had me stop and thinking like, you know what? I don't. You know, we tend to as men, you know, we we put a best foot forward. To 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 gain that mate, right? And then uh-huh. we, we fall back and like, you know, I got it now. So I don't have to, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to get that haircut every other week now or every week now. I could go three weeks now, cause I got the mate who I you know, who I wanna be with, spend my life with, and everybody else around me doesn't matter. But I don't understand is is it a self-gratification thing for her, or was it just a mere thought? You know what I'm saying, or 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 was it an actual goal or aspect of her life that she wants to obtain. That's what I missed the point on.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at you know we probably you know I I didn't hear it in the interview, but we don't know how long she's been dealing with it. You right. know, right. but I do know I do know personally I've been around. Uh, people in general who dealt with you know the similar situations or different situations, and it stemmed from a childhood situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you you know, and this was her time to come out and say it. Um, and it look I, whether you feel fig- you feel like it was a perfect time or, or not. I mean, shit, it, it came out. It, it came out. You know, uh, or we got a whiff of it this, the the this same day, which is today, of uh, important game. That her husband is playing in, you right. know, so hey, I, I don't know, man. You know, and, and you know what? It just doesn't. I just it, I just thought about this because I posted the video in our in our uh, in our group chat. um, The schoolboy Q interview with Charlamagne also talks about his insecurities. Right. They're almost almost identical. It had nothing to do with, you know, him feeling desired you know sexually or, 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 or attracting or anything like that but he said he had insecurities as far as making music right or putting certain type of music out and wanting to wanting to know the immediate response from the fans and from the writers and from the critics and things like that and we talking about we talking about a, a, a Los Angeles game banger right <laughs> you know what that, I mean? that that expressing
1: that, his feelings right expressing
0: right. his feelings you know what i'm saying and that's what i think people need to be more uh aware of and, and, and understanding of people insecurities and feelings man
1: yeah really yeah because i mean and, and you're right because he when he spoke about that and it had and it kind of took me back a little bit because he made a good point because he said when i put out oxymoron um I was the biggest thing on earth like i was i was a walking god at that point right so he felt that the next project that he put out it would get the same response now critically it got the good response but he was like the masses didn't accept didn't accept that black blank face album like the first oxymoron album and he was like well how can this album get such great reviews from the critics but then the masses you know, I, I, I always had showed-out shows. And then when Blankface came out, I didn't have showed-out shows. So it, it kind of made him feel some kind of way. And he's like, he said, he went to his shell. Like he didn't care about music anymore. He just wanted to focus on his family life. And it took him to make that next great song to pull him out of that funk. You know what I'm saying? So he had an outlet to be able to be able to pull him out of what he was in because he was emotionally in a place where he didn't give a shit anymore. He didn't give a care anymore. And it took uh-huh. and for her, I look at that and I try to, you know, compare that to maybe she just doesn't have a, maybe the outlets that she's having. Like she said, she, I'm doing things to have, to individualize myself from my husband. With her cooking, with her cooking show, and the things that she's doing in her outside endeavors, and there's nothing wrong with with catapulting yourself off of someone else's fame um, because it's coming from a genuine place. You know, you, you, she's not, you know, she's not out robbing his fame like when he's into an interview, she's sliding the interview, some, you know, interrupting his thing. But she's using his platform to prepare her to her own thing, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? If if, if it's coming from a genuine place. So it, you're right, man. It's like we we as society, we have to sit down and understand that, man. We all are people. We all have feelings. And that was just taking, this whole situation was taking a total out of context. And I'm talking about, I started paying attention at, paying attention to this about like four o'clock when I got off work until now, right? And I just listened to everybody's, you know, everybody's comments and people are, are saying that, You know, she's almost, like, almost gold-digging. She needs to be appreciative of what she has. And it's, the dynamics of their relationship is totally not like that. You know what I'm saying? She was there, whether he was, whether he became Steph Curry or he was just Steph Curry working at Walmart, she was still been there. You know what I'm saying? So, but his personality, transcends differently than her personality. You know, she's like am right. I'm I'm in it, I'm doing this, and I'm doing this cuz I want it for self-gratification. But just like schoolboy Q, where's the critical? Where's the uh, where's the fanfare? And I think that's what it's more about. Where's the fanfare towards me? Not and I don't think it was from a lustful a uh, uh, place. I think it was just more of where's the attention that I should I should receive for what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Where's my accolades mm-hmm. from the fan base? You Because know, I'm more than sure all the endeavors that she's doing is definitely keeping her her, her bank account in the black. You know what I'm saying? So she, she didn't speak of nothing about that, but it's just more of where's the appreciation from um, those around me? And I, and I, and really, tell me, from did she even speak on, did she even speak on a sex, whether it was male or female? You know what I'm saying? She didn't say where the attention she wanted to, to come from. You get know what I'm saying? So we just automatically, thought about okay, she's looking for men to be sliding sliding her DMs. uh mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right, right. You're
0: right. You're right. And it could be something as simple as, uh, compliments coming from either
1: sex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just just acceptance of her for who she is. And then it just it just it's funny, man, because I'm I'm sitting back looking at this thing and like, man, she really she's really putting herself out there for the plate. And I'm like and I had told my wife before I, I listened to the video myself to get the full context of it, I'm like, man, this is probably just another superstar, you know, another public figure trying to put a play, you know, put something the place to, to, you know, open a new restaurant or do something else. And it's just the attention that she needed. But it was, it was really, everybody on the panel opened up and then she that was just her two cents or putting her two cents in on on the actual conversation at hand because they spoke of a lot of things man they spoke of you know anxiety um race relations relationship um goals and and how to deal with being the wife or husband of a public figure you know where where's their place in that fold so it was a lot that was it was a lot in that in that 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 show to unpack, but I think people just took that one little snippet and just ran with it and made that the big thing and missed missed a lot of great nuggets that was that was spoken on that show.
0: Well, I mean, usually that's what they do so they can get the clicks. See, right. You know what I mean? They're gonna they're gonna put the catchy part out there and make sure you either uh, continue to click on that little clip or either go back and research the whole show. Uh, it's clever, uh, but one thing that we got she has to understand this though. She since I want to say since the Kobe Bryant scandal, oh. she's probably been the most talked about NBA wife. You know, if you notice when it as far as when it comes to superstars, so LeBron wife, she pretty much plays the background, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, Westbrook wife plays the background. You don't really hear nothing. I don't even about know who Westbrook his wife, wife is, I
1: don't even know his wife's name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and that's, and that and that's my point oh but my wife you know being that he's from la and things like that and, you know she's a fan uh, of basically all the la basketball players and things like that and she knows their like she looks up their wives right. and she noticed that you know he just had a baby them they damn near the same height like she just finds out stuff like that <laughs> but as far as like the superstars and their wives they play the background You know, and they're not in they're not in the public like that. Um, But she is. So when she has to understand that when she comes to the public like that, when you're in the public eyes like that, you're going to get criticized. Right. You're going to get criticized. You're going to be talked about a lot because you're out there now. She wasn't. and, And I'm not saying that she has to do this, but I'm saying the less she say. The, you know, probably the less she's gonna get talked about. But she's free to do whatever she wants to do and she's free to feel however she wants to feel. It's just that we live in a world where on this side they'll love you, on this side they'll criticize you.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're always gonna have haters and you're always gonna have congratulators and you have to be able to accept the good with the bad when you're that public figure. And I just think from her, from that conversation, that's just something that she's dealing with. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? I, I think. You know how you know how it goes, man. You can do you can do a hundred good things, and the first time you do that wrong thing, that's what gets magnified. You know, get magnified. Nothing else. Yep. The hundred, the other hundred things that you did great fall to the back. You know, and I, I think that's where, to me, I think that's where she's coming from. I think more of those, those negative things are are playing in her head over and over and over again, and she's forgetting to look at the good things, you know, she talked about Willow was on, on the set as well and they talked about, Jada talked about anxiety and Willow said that she she has, her anxiety strikes up at any moment, right and she had to sit down Jada had to take her, sit her down and say hey let's look at 10 positive things and that would pull her out of her anxiety you know, so it, to me it just seems like the the negative things are just replaying over and over and over for her versus her just looking at, hey, this is the good things I'm doing. And accept the love from those that are giving love and don't look at or just tune out those that don't ex- appreciate the good that she's doing. You know, as a mother, as a wife, as a as an entrepreneur, you know, look at if they don't accept you for that, you know, who cares? Just keep it moving. Well, what, well, what about this? Did we
0: ever think about this? So she, she mentioned that uh, you know, she she's wondering why she doesn't get the the type of attention that her husband gets, uh, and we don't know this type of information. Cause we, I mean, we just don't know. It's personal information, right? But maybe maybe Katz is not hollering at her because of who her husband is. Just like they might not be hollering at uh, Savannah. Just like they not might not be hollering at. I would dare. I, I, I wouldn't, you know, I don't think you should try to holler at Westbrook wife. He's a little, <laughs> you know, yeah. Probably, but,
1: but but just what I'm
0: saying. But just I don't like, know.
1: but just like they said, you know, that you so like my wife. She said she, you know, she she reiterated as well that I'm so in tune being a wife, a mother, you know, what I'm saying a homemaker and and steadily building that life for us that. Everything else is just kind of tuned out that you probably missing the cat calls. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. probably missing the attention that, that you were looking for, that you that you think that you're missing because your focus is not even on that. That's not even where your focus is. You know?
0: Or what or what about or what about like are, are you even in areas by like when when do you have the time to be by yourself to actually go out and do this? You know, right. or, or or you know what I'm saying? Like I'm pretty sure you're not going to the supermarket by yourself you know you are you not going anywhere by yourself you know they said that she was a homebody
1: right right but, so, but, but even that, know. when you're in a spotlight and i i can't speak on it because i'm not you know i'm not in that spotlight but i'm more than sure that you know we can go in the grocery any time of the day and, and, and mm-hmm. nobody's going to bother me because i'm nobody you know what i'm saying whereas she they get to such even Uh, a schoolboy said in the interview and he's been saying it for a while now that man i I, on his last album he spoke of it he said man i just realized for like the last five or six years ten years of my life i didn't even go outdoors because i didn't want to deal with the public you know what i'm saying and then i realized man i'm i'm going from home to the studio back home again you know and i think that's just the way that 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 she's moving because you just don't want that just want to live some type of semblance of a normal life and that constitutes you going from from point A to point B and nothing in between where we can go from, you know, the grocery store, stop, get some gas. You know, you see your homeboy on the corner, you stop and holler at him and keep it moving, you know, but they can't move like that. So I think that's part of it as well that, you know, she don't, I don't think that they realize the bubble that they have created for themselves that has isolated and insulated themselves away from the world where she can't Uh, even get that type of attention
0: right and uh, but uh, uh, another key thing that that we we keep we have to reiterate is that she's not she's not promoting herself that way either you know what i'm saying because even though i feel like a lot of these celebrities probably don't you know when I and what I mean by I'm talking about like the high level celebrities, the Beyonce's. Well not Rihanna because she's a little Rihanna's a little nutty. She she actually goes through the comments. I I, I remember my wife called me like static that she said something to Riri on Instagram and Riri said something back and retweeted or uh reposted it or something like that. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure Beyonce don't be checking you know, her IG or her if she got to Twitter or something like that all the time. So and I don't know if Aisha Curry has time to do all that as well. But at the same time she's not dressing that way. You know what right. I'm saying? She's not putting out thirst traps or right. you know what I'm saying? Women crush Wednesday pictures and things like that. So if you're looking for those type of comments and things like that or type of attention, then you gotta dress accordingly. <laughs>
1: you, know? and you make a very good point there. You make a very, I mean, if I go right now and go to her Instagram feed, right, how many risque pictures am I going to see of her? You know what I'm saying? so if you, if rather you want, you know, you may be innocently putting that type of that photo or that type of information out there, which is going to draw, which is going to draw in the thirst mongers. You get what I'm saying? Where she's not even portraying herself. She's not projecting herself like that. She's projecting herself like a lady, so that tends to thirst mangas go look elsewhere to get that thirst off. You, you get what I'm saying? So you make a good point there. I, I didn't even think about that. So you you you, you wanted something there. She's. I mean, it's like it's self inflicted that, and that's just the way she's carrying herself. You know what I'm saying? So you're not looking you're not going to her time you're not going to her feed or you're going to see about her to see something risque you're going to really see about you know what she added to her menu or what's her next endeavor you know what i'm saying you're looking at her as as a business lady not as as a you know as a a sex figure or something like that you know she's not posing in in swimsuit issues she's not doing anything risque and i think i mean you're right about that i didn't even think about yeah, it yeah like i mean that because if you if you think
0: about a lot of these women celebrities and things like that i mean majority of them that you if you, if you just blurted out some names right now we can all we all have an image in our head of a sexy moment right you know what i mean right and with her she doesn't have those that's not that's not going that's not saying anything about her looks i'm just saying she doesn't have those photos where she's revealing a lot right. i think the most that you might see out of her is maybe a baby and that's even conservative <laughs> you know what i mean but hey well let's, let's 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 uh let's make this clear though this is not a situation that her husband can fix this is something that she has to fix exactly this is something that she has to take care of he can give her every compliment in the world he can buy her all the the skankiest lingerie and have her wear it in the bedroom. that's not going to help for when she walks out of that
1: room right this you know, is so this it's something, something that she has to handle. Exactly. This is something internally that she needs to deal with on her own. You know, and this is this is the thing called self-love. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't come from I can tell you, give you all the kudos in the world and tell you how beautiful you are. But if you don't feel that way in your own skin, then nobody can correct that. No amount of money can correct that. No, no, no amount of kudos from the masses can correct that. If you feel that way, that's just the way you feel, and that's something that you have to deal with on your own. Definitely, mm-hmm. point, point And take. And,
0: and, and she's not gonna. And look, look, she's not gonna be able to please everybody because she could. If, no. Even if she didn't come out with this interview and say what she said, she could come out next month with a playboy issue uh, a whole a whole two or three pages to herself and i'm talking about showing that not showing everything but revealing her her shape and her body and things like that and they will still hound her for that right you know what i mean saying she's doing too much she's married what is she doing etc 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 so you're not gonna please everybody
1: no just keep i should just keep doing what you're doing and and understand that Folks are gonna love you for who you are and what you are, and they're gonna be people that hate you for who you are and what you are. And you can't please anybody. You know, and I, we always go into this thing is when I close my door, whoever's behind that door when I close it and lock it at night, that's who I'm trying to please. Everybody else really doesn't matter. If you fall in, in line with what I with my beliefs and what I love, great. If you don't, I'm gonna keep it moving. Just keep it yeah. moving. So
0: you know what I mean, but this this uh, going back to the uh, schoolboy Q interview. Besides the fact that um, you know he he talked about dealing with his own insecurities, he also showed his emotional side. Yes, he did. and uh, he he showed his emotional side when they talked about Matt. Of course, he really showed his emotional side when they talked about him, and he talked about you know he got emotional when he uh, when they talked about Nick. And I think that's important for. I think that's important for us to see, because what a lot of people don't understand is that Schoolboy Q was a, a, a full fledged. Well, he he will tell you that he's not in the gang anymore, but if you ask him where he's from, he gonna tell you what he's from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is a gang. This is a gang bang, You know what I'm saying? In the streets, a real hood dude, and he got emotional because he lost two friends. You know what I mean? And. And it just—you got to take a step back because when you look at these celebrities, when you look at these artists, and you just you put them on another level. You don't expect them to go through or to feel how we feel. Right. But you got to remember—you know—these cats came from the streets. Right. And And he 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 explained how losing a friend to street violence and losing Mac was totally different. Right.
1: Yeah, he yeah he did point that out. You sure right about that because he said when when uh, shouts out to Charlemagne the guy who did the interview with with Schoolboy, he said the the two are totally different. Like he's coming from a, 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 a he's always been a street cat, so to lose a guy or lose a, a loved one to, to violence, that was more accepting because he you know that that's the norm. You know what I'm that's saying? What like,
0: come, you know, you signed that's what you signed up for. That's it's what, what comes with, come with the
1: territory. But to, yeah. to see the lose a friend um like Mac to a self-inflicted wound, that hit him in a whole nother level because that's something that he never seen. That's something that he never had to encounter in his in his time in his life. And I can see, man, I can see how that affected him and I can see how going into this project and let him hear this project, like he said he did He said he made this album three times. He threw away three Uh albums before he got to this place. Right? And then, so I knew that was something him dealing with those debts. And I'm more than sure he said that album was supposed to come out in November, and I can't remember exactly when um, Mac died. But I'm more than sure, whatever that track list was, I'm more than sure a lot of that changed when um, that happened and for him he he said in another interview before he said man I, i'm an, i'm i'm giving out putting this music to the masses and kids and and people are listening to this music and man, I listen to these albums and it's so dark and it's so dreary and it's not what I want to project to the masses. I don't want people to put my music on and listen to me in a a, a, a dead space, you know, in a dark place. I want I want people to be uplifted and happy. And this is, if you listen to the album, it's definitely totally different from Oxymoron. You know what I'm saying? It's totally different from Black Blank Face. And it's just a it's it's a body of work of its own, and it's a place and time of where he is as a person. So he, it was good to see him um, put his emotions out on his sleeve. And like Charlamagne, you know Charlamagne is big on mental health, and he was like, man, it's okay, it's okay to express your feelings. It's okay, you know, I want to see next time I talk to you, I want to, you know, embrace going talk to somebody and get some some counseling. And it's okay to talk to somebody about it
0: right right well I mean it's still fresh in his head because oh. Mac Miller actually passed away last year right in September so that's really not that long ago. I mean, I mean we're almost coming up on a year but it's not that long ago you know right. what I mean And but the one thing see I tend to go a little bit deeper than that is that you know um, you know they were like seven maybe eight years apart in age And so for them to build that bond and that relationship with each other, like, I thought that was dope. You know what I'm saying? These is cast from two different backgrounds, two different cultures, you know what I'm saying? And damn near a different
1: generation. Yeah, because he said, he said, man, he he said briefly that um, this was a dude that wasn't a person that normally he would be associated with, you know what I'm saying? Where he was like this happy-go-lucky dude. Like, it, it, uh-huh. he didn't have any affiliation, you know what I'm saying? He was just a good soul, and he was attracted to this good soul. It had nothing to do with being black, had nothing to do with being white, had nothing to do with being male or female. It was just, he, was, he they had something in common, and it was it was something that that made him feel, it was a person that, you know, put him in a good place at all times, you know? So, it, it was... It was hard felt, man. And today was like all over the place emotionally, man. So I was like, BGG, we gotta we gotta spark the mic up, bro. So we gotta talk about this. Even for right. it's even therapeutic for me to even to even look at how I cons- how I I consumed information today in one way and then how I consumed it individually and how it changed my perspective on, on what I thought about the, the today's events
0: yeah yeah well you know one thing that stand out um, and I and I, I will never I, you'll never catch me arguing with somebody um, about this uh, You I, no one every you know no one will get me in my feelings about this because I look at life uh, obviously I probably look at life totally different but when you see cats get emotional over someone like that like you know it, t- to this day you know and, it, and it, we're still not far it's, it's it's been a little bit over a month since we lost Ned. And there's still grown men out there emotional, crying, and things like that. And a lot of people outside don't understand why we're so emotional. Or even people that's not from out here that's emotional and then i hear people ask well why you never knew the cat you barely listened to his music this that and third it's something that we can't explain you know for some for people that's outside of california that's emotional over him it's something that they can't explain i know for us it hit home right and we looked at him we looked at him more than just an artist you know what i'm saying and just like school boy looked at mac as more than just uh, Artist or entertainer, that was his friend. That was someone he connected with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we grew up, we grew up in a culture where I didn't grow up around white people at all. Right. You know, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have white, I didn't have white folks go to my schools or anything like that. So I didn't start meeting a lot of white people until after high school. Right. Right. You know, and so I'm pretty sure that might be the same story with Schoolboy or whatever. And now he's experiencing different personalities different people from different areas and regions and things like that knowing that it's a different world outside of LA right
1: and he and he, he spoke on the fact that he was like <laughs> Uh, Charlemagne was like, uh, so you think that your music will change? He was like, nah, my music is never going to change. I'm going to always speak about some hood shit. I'm, that's just what I'm going to do. That's who I am. That's what I am. I'm going to speak about it. Because it, it seems like, and, and the point he was making was like, I'm not going to allow society to to allow me to to dumb it down and not let the world understand what I'm living and how people I love are living. And that's something that we have to speak to. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna give you some other perspective as he, you know, some grown man stuff. But at the end of the day, he's a gangster. That's just what he is. And that is something, he don't have to, you don't necessarily have to be gang banging to necessarily be, um, to be able to articulate to the masses of who you are, what you are, where you came from. You know, he's in a place now, nah, like he says, I'm, di- I'm different, man. I, I move differently from everybody. I'm always different. He wears, you know, he wears his, his funky, his funky hats, and that's just who he is. You know what I'm saying? He's comfortable in in his skin and what he is and what he's about. And it just, the more of the music, I think the music side is where his emotions are, or he's dealing with emotionally about his music versus him as a person. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you can just see, like you see Cash changing, you know, he said he, he, said he plays golf. You yeah. know what I'm saying? with cats that he wouldn't normally be around or talking to he said he doesn't mind doing tracks with with cats that's quote unquote weirdos. he said because once you meet them they be the realest dudes ever
1: yeah yeah. you know what
0: i'm saying but this the society that we grew up in said you know these are squares this that the third you know paints the wrong picture a, a false narrative and things like that um yeah people just i mean we we're just experiencing new things and we all got emotional I cry a lot. Hell, the last show that we did about Nip, I cried.
1: Yes, you did. Because I,
0: I knew how important he was to us, man. I, 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 knew how important he was going to be to the world. But apparently, a lot of people that don't understand it won't understand it. And I don't care. I know how he felt to me. I know how I know I know what he meant. And um, you know, we just we're just gonna keep it rolling, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna make sure. When his name is brought up, we speak about him in a positive light.
1: Yeah. And, I, and I'm just I'm just glad also I'm, I'm agreeing with you on that as well. I'm just glad that these conversations are about emotions. You know what I'm saying? It's not about ancillary, how much jewelry somebody's wearing, how much money someone's amassed or, you know, some trashy situation that we're talking about. We're uh, here are today. There are two black people that we witnessed um dealing with emotions and now here it is we're we're at a point now where we're talking about it you know what i'm saying like this is something that this type of conversation would have never happened 10 20 years ago you know we wouldn't we, we wouldn't even look at these people as a person about them dealing with their everyday life things and it's good that so end of the day social media can can definitely help a situation and it can definitely hurt a situation. And today was one of those days where it, it put us in a place where we can sit back and think and, and reflect on, man, you know what? We all are human and, and we need to be allowed the space to evolve and 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 get to a place where we can um, feel good about ourselves and our skin, you know? And, I, and I'm always, that's one of the reasons why you, you, you say people should you? I saw a video earlier today about, I can't remember who it was. But it was like, should you move back to the hood? Should you move around the hood like you should move around the hood? Well, yes and no. I mean, you, you want to move around, Nipsey moved around the hood because that's just what he did, you know, but that works for him. But it may not work for the next person, but at still the same time, you don't want to disconnect totally, you know what I'm saying? And lose, lose focus of your roots and lose that... What got you? What made you? And, and made you who you are? But at the same time, we always thinking, and put us in a place where we always thinking. And I'm glad that today was one of those situations where we are sitting down and we're thinking. We're we're um, educating ourselves on, you know, on these these things about anxiety and, and mental health and, and and those type of situations. And I'm 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 in a better space for it. I mean, because I I could have held to my convictions after speaking to my wife and been like. That's what it is but I was like you know something was eating at me eating at me to say you know what let me go let me go review this situation in my own light and give my own opinion to see if what she's saying is correct and see what the world was saying how the world was depicting this because like I said it was a lot of good stuff that was spoken on the, on the red table that nobody is speaking on like nobody's literally talking about anxiety nobody's really talking about how steph curry's mom had to growing up in virginia you know she had to endure racism um and and these type of different situations identifying black or identifying white you know because of the light color of their skin like you know these are type of things that we take for granted every day you know when we look at these stars they're human man that's that's let's not forget that
0: but you want to know one thing that keeps uh a lot of us from talking um, not including myself, because I know I cry, <laughs> but uh, it, it, people are just too tough, though. <laughs> they just they they just too tough. They want to be too tough. They don't want to admit uh, or or even express their feelings because they don't want to seem weak.
1: Weak. Yeah. But I, I'm more than sure that's just an outside issue. You know what I'm saying? That was more than an outside issue where they're just putting that putting those airs on in public but behind closed doors they're dealing with something you know what I'm saying and and at some point sometime it's going to come out either in a good way or a bad way and that's just a, something that us as a society as a black culture that we we we've always been told you know what goes on in this house stays in this house and that's not necessarily a good thing but it's not necessarily a bad thing either but there are ways for us to understand ourselves and put ourselves in a better place and, and i just think that's that's just what i took from today T- today was just about you know self-reflection and it's okay to be emotional it's okay to express your insecurities and and um i think she took something from it when the the rest of jada and and her family and and the curries also spoke to her about you know, her insecurities, you know? It's just like, you, your focus is not even there. That probably sparked the light in her head, like, you know what, you're surely right. I'm not even focused on that kind of stuff, so why am I even trying to even figure it out? You know, because that's not where I am, you know? Right. So right. And I, I'm interested to see if she even comes out and speaks on it, because it's such a big thing, you know what I'm saying, of an hour show. We took a 30-second a, a excerpt and exploded into this big, this big to do, you know. So I, I would, I would hope that she would. She doesn't, ha- she doesn't owe me anything. She don't owe you anything. She don't owe anybody anything to speak on it. But it would just be interesting to see her have a conversation about it a little bit further. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or right, you know what? You, I, I go a step further. If she, you know, put it in one of her books that she writes.
1: Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Turn a tragedy into mm-hmm. monetizing. <laughs>
0: yeah, you might as well
1: now. No doubt. So, but yeah, I mean, I appreciate it, man. We're going to do this, This, try to get these night sessions in, you know, these late night sessions, because this this was definitely a, a spur of the moment thing. It wasn't planned. It was just something that, you know, it's like, you know, we got something on our chest. Let's get it off. So it was, it was a good thing, man. No doubt. You know I'll be back. No doubt. No doubt. So with that being said, much love, and we out.